0: Hello
1: everybody welcome to episode 262 of the Sound studs podcast. I'm Kurt joined this week by my invincible co-hosts Peter and Jake. That's right. I took
2: the easy way out this week.
0: <laughs>
2: well, I can't take the easy way out this week because we're coming at you this week with the caramel wrapped around milk candy edition. I say it generically <laughs> as a class because we've been having uh, a debate. Uh, join in in the comments below whether you prefer the bullseye or the cow's tail. I like the bullseye. Kurt likes the cow tail, and Jake. I, I don't. I know. like the
3: bullseye. <laughs> I still
2: don't know. It's up for I, debate. He'll we'll never know.
3: <laughs> I just, I just but said. we all agree that they're
1: both great candies. We will yes. not turn down either at mm. any point. Like when they would have the bullseyes in the vending machines at Alfred, I would literally walk around
2: campus and buy out the vending machine of bullseyes. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, hear me out. Why have they not made like the milk candy e- encapsulated totally? In caramel, like some sort of caramel speedball, I think that's 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 essentially what a cowtail
1: is. It's just extruded out,
3: but it's got the ends exposed. I guess, yeah. So you can suck I mean, up the cream.
1: I think that's just a uh, <laughs> a consequence of how it's manufactured. Mm-hmm. Turn it into a
3: horrifying straw. Ca- a give your man straw. the cowtail. <laughs> <laughs> It's like drinking out of a cereal straw. Yeah. Imagine why don't they have a the cowtail
2: cereal straw? What the fuck?
3: Yeah, I was because I was gonna say because there's so no many one... cereals that are now designed after candy. Why not cowtails and or bullseyes? That'd be a perfect. Like the cowtail cereal straw
1: makes perfect sense because it's literally you're just like making your own cowtail and you're sucking the milk
2: up through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, before we get to where we're from, Jake. um one, one more point on this. Have any... And y'all had that... Remember those cereal uh, and milk granola bars? Yes. What a jam. Like, those that, that was peak... I think that was, like, at peak cereal audacity. Was, like, here, I'm gonna make... I'm gonna make a fucking candy granola bar out of this fruit that... This uh, breakfast cereal that we're trying to insinuate isn't a candy.
3: Was the bottom layer like some sort of milky sweet milk Mm -hmm. thing? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. That was. Yeah. It was was like all frosting. It wasn't really milk. It was like icing.
2: Yeah. It it was like (laughs) crusted in. (laughs) Yeah.
3: The commercials were like. It's 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 derived derived
2: from milk. (laughs) milk. (laughs) It's the same way craft singles are cheese. Um, It was either that or just the, the experience of, or the existence of Cookie Crisp. Um, I don't know whether that cookie crisp or crave is like the most decadent cereal that you could have.
3: Yeah, crave literally had like chocolate inside it's just the chocolate, chocolate wrapped in cereal. Crave had, yeah.
1: Crave is definitely the most decadent cereal. I mean, I've walked through. Reasons.
3: I've walked through the candy aisle. They They literally have like powdered sugar donut cereal and churro cereal. I'm like. All right, you guys are going I or- too
2: far. I have a box of Oreo O's that I had to import from Korea because it wasn't available here for a while. Well, they took out the marshmallows.
3: Remember when oh, Oreo yeah. O's was supreme and had marshmallows in it? I do. And now they're just like, no, they're just O's, man. They're just mm-hmm. O's. And... Anyways, we are coming at you live as always from our moon base recording studio, which consists of like rocks that we've moved around into seats, and we're just gonna talk with our brains. That's how we converse with each other on the moon. It's, it's just breathing. us
2: Mouths quiet for it. Just there's no audio on this whole track for the rest of the yeah. episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Seth Rogen will join us.
1: If I if if we were in a position with our fan base where we could commit to such an avant-garde episode concept yeah. and have it be well received we're
2: not would totally do that we're not fucking <laughs> wolf Peck. we can't do the sleepify album where we release a 28 minute silent album on spotify and say listen to this in your sleep so we can get the royalties and Go on tour. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They are single handedly responsible for the changes in the monetization policies <laughs> of
2: Spotify. Yes, they are. <laughs> their latest their latest stunt was um for their new album, I guess. Jack sold he he just sold out the rights to track ten on the album. He's like, Here, <laughs> it's on eBay. Go bid for it. And you get two minutes and thirty seconds to do whatever the fuck you want on the track within <laughs> Reason so that's a, that's a good idea they're you know hype beasts hype uh, hype gimmicks for the music marketers um but yeah that's not what we're here for we're here for um
3: invincible,
2: indestructible. unvincible
3: indestructible invincible indestructible the one the one comic that bobby was reading in uh in king of the hill they actually made a show out of that surprisingly I was like, wow, this is kind of a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: is this, is this, this the, the, King a, the, uh, the King of the Hill
3: movie? Uh, this is the King of the serious. Hill movie, actually. <laughs> Whoa, Bobby! Think, Bobby, think! Think, <laughs> Bobby! Whoa, there's blood in that comic! That's inappropriate! That's
2: my planet, I don't know you! <laughs>
3: But watch Dad, show. he's fighting bad guys. Oh, yes, we did. Yeah, um, so they, they made some Donald some changes Donald from the robot. comics, but uh, we'll discuss that a little bit later. First, we got to get through some uh, some trays that we watch trailers.
1: Our yeah. weekly trailer roundup segment. Um, not a lot yeah. going on this week. We're scraping oh. the bottom of the barrel. It's a good thing cuz that's where I You guys remember when a Silent Place 2 was going to come out? Well, guess what? <laughs> it's going to come out still, just still. just now yeah. instead of last year. <laughs> um here's a here's a final trailer to remind you that this movie exists
2: and is still going to come out. We promise, guys. Yeah, there's again, there's a lot of that. We talked last yeah. week about how Vin Diesel pitched the concept of movies um marvel followed up with that they were like return to cinema please we need you in theater again so we can go back to our old revenue stream model and we don't have to think about anything new and we can go back to our safe place this hurts our head this new revenue
1: splitting
3: model we don't like it (laughs) and then quiet place is just like no it's only available in theaters
2: They're really really fucking... Like, I want to see the money. I want to see the beans. Like, I want to see why why they're making the decision to, like, really... I mean, I I can kind of see it, but I want to see the the decision-making that makes them push to go back to theaters so hard like this.
1: I think it's because the actors really don't like the direct-to-consumer model. Probably because it affects their... A lot of them, I'm sure, have... take home or something. Contracts in their or clauses in their contract for compensation that are based on a percentage of the gross yeah. of a movie. And then and the if theaters... it's not in theaters then there's no gross. So... They were throwing getting... their weight
2: around. Yeah,
1: I think uh, that's what's going on. I, I mean that's the major reason the actors are really pushing people back into theaters and people like uh, I mean directors as well. I know Chris Nolan was a big... Uh, Fuck you, Warner Brothers, for releasing on HBO Max guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it all comes back down to money. They they just want their their splits and stuff. They haven't really figured out, I guess, how like the future's coming. I think the the age of the movie theater as your main way to consume new movies is going to die uh sooner. I mean it'll exist as a novelty experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that being the way most people go to see the mo- new movies is is it, the the days of that are numbered, I think. It's going down. So that they need to think about how this is all going to work uh, in the future, and in the meantime, well, they think about that. They're going to try to get people to go back to theaters to get everyone off their case until they can yeah. come up with a better uh, model for compensation of actors and royalty structures and all that.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and they and honestly I'm, I'm just thinking about like just where things can be cut from like a movie theater and what like movie theaters are going to look like in the future and I mean a lot of it can be automated I mean and it already has been to an extent where when's the last time you had to go up to a ticket taker like a, a ticket counter and actually buy the tickets because you could just buy them on your phone and All then right, just yeah, scan them vending, in I the mean, ticket vending
2: machine yeah.
3: Yeah. Like it's all being it's already being automated. It, it was for a while, and then I'm thinking like, okay, well, what's the next step? Like Automate almost, the concession somehow.
1: Automate that's, the concessions w- somehow. Once you do that.
3: The... Once you do that and you
1: get a uh, <clears throat> Roomba sophisticated enough to traverse <laughs> stairs, yeah. then that's it. That's all all the movie theater staff taken care of. God, I can you only imagine that, <laughs> Just have, have to have one guy come in every other Saturday and replace the toilet paper in the bathrooms.
3: It's like I can already see like a rated R movies, um, like a, a robot dog, the Boston Dynamics dog walking up,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> ticket Body please, you.
1: <laughs> scanning you it's to like make a, sure you're 18 or old. That's yeah, like Ed 209 from fucking Robocop.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's got it's got like a present ticket stub. <laughs> it's got the soda fountain on its back. It's like, would you like a refreshment? Like, yes, please. And you hold it and just pisses in your cup. Take the big old soda piss.
1: Coke freestyles into your cup.
2: <laughs> yeah. okay. Oh, my. All right. I'm putting it up here. I'm putting it on the board. Coke freestyle as a verb is disgusting. <laughs> I'm going to Coke freestyle all over you.
3: I don't like uh... that. That makes me uncomfy. Oh, <laughs> God. Let's see if that's a thing on Urban Dictionary. Oh, no. <laughs> John went over to Cindy's to Coke Freestyle. Because if it isn't, then we need to get
1: on that and, like, put... Uh, it's
2: when a robot watch pisses Saturn in your cup. studs.
1: Yeah, okay. So it's it's not. So we need to make the Coke Freestyle definition on Urban Dictionary and have a subtle plug for the show in there.
3: I'll get out my burner account. <laughs> I'll get on my burner email and and, and get on it. <laughs> All right, Jake. We're tasking you with this.
1: Mm. I've only you got like it like twenty five percent kidding because I think we've got
3: we got a major.
1: I do <laughs> that. I small I've, wave to make.
3: <laughs> I've done that. I've 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 put a couple things on uh, Urban Dictionary if they're still up there. Mm-hmm. Still <laughs> I want the ultra deluxe movie theater of
2: the future, like the ultra premium experience where like you buy instead of a ticket you buy a cup that's like your pass in and it's got a qr code on the bottom and then you have an app on your phone you hook your soda right into your chair and you coke freestyle you press the button and a coke freestyles right into your the cup in your chair and there's a right into your mouth you just open wide tongue out (laughs) yeah we'll just hook up we'll just do fucking player one vr rigs in the theater spider coffins
3: yeah Oh.
2: For the 4D sensation.
3: What are th- <laughs> Do, have we talked about in these trailers? So, yet? so that's a quiet place. <laughs> I guess we did. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I mean, a quiet place. So, I guess we can talk about what's in the trailer. Um, uh, so they obviously they lost. Spoiler alert for uh, Quiet Place One: John Krasinski died, and uh, and they got to go off on their own. And they're exploring the world, and they said, it's going to have more horror, and there's more Mm. action to it than the first one. Because the first one was a little dull. Uh, It was relying a lot on the uh, suspense, but it was was very interesting because it was a quiet movie. Hmm, quiet place. This Um, one was not, I'm guessing, this trailer. And this one seems like it's got more stuff going on, so it seems like they might be fighting back against the monsters that are attracted to sound. Because that's the whole premise monsters they're, yeah sound.
1: they're going a different direction
3: with it and I yeah think moving away from what made a quiet place unique because it was really good I mean it put me to, it almost put me to sleep I'm not gonna lie because it was like quiet and like the ambiance and the ASMR of like the wind wrestling was like really good they had a lot of subtitles because they were using sign language um. So mm-hmm. there really wasn't that much talking in the movie, uh. But this one has like a lot of flashbacks of like before, which is how John is in it. Um, <laughs> and then And then uh, and then there's a lot more talking just norm in the in the normal movie, where they're like just whispering around a fire, and I'm like, I thought that wasn't allowed you can't change well, the fire those... distracts the noise like, yeah, like a sure <laughs> sure i don't know maybe they've set up a perimeter that they they are comfortable with talking whispering in because before it was yeah. like you can only whisper in the basement of the house
1: this kind of feels like the jump from alien to aliens where uh yes. you know an alien yeah. was one xenomorph that was nearly indestructible and then by the time you get the aliens, the space marines are easily killing xenomorphs, mm-hmm. and they're they're not as scary anymore. So it's Shitty. it's moving on that progression. So in a few years, we're gonna have a uh, quiet place, a, a quiet place resurrection where uh, Emily Blunt's character has a fucking uh, sound hating alien baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I had no idea what happens in that movie. Um you know we do know what happens in the movie that is a thing that trailer we watched. L- stuck it, landed it. Hero mode. That was a description of Hero Mode as good as the trailer itself. Um this movie If I may. <laughs> yes.
1: Go ahead. So Hero Mode is the uh poorly CG-composited, poorly acted story of a boy whose parents are game developers and have their own studio, but it's they're, they're not doing so hot and their game's taken, they, they need a big new game or else corporate mean man is going to buy the studio and fire everyone. Um, and he literally delivers the line, of course no one on your staff will have a job here. It's like, who has ever once said that? Like, aloud, for no purpose other than just being a dick? The answer is no one. No one's done it. Um, And uh, fucking Happy Gilmore here has to run through and make his own virtual world. But he needs more time to finish what's going to be the best game ever made in the world. And Mm -hmm. he has love interest, lady. And they meet Robit. That's on the still frame for some reason, even though it's in, like, three seconds of the movie. And it is literally 2003 level CGI. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, this reminds me of... Um, this robot reminds me of the movie Robots. Oh. people that level. People,
2: are, oh. people in the comments yeah. are saying Pat. I get because he is in oh, this yeah, for a Matt second. Oh, yeah, in it. There, so this yeah, is, yeah, it's like... has got a YouTuber in it. This has YouTube people in it, I think, that that explains okay. a lot. Yeah, so we're, we're, I don't think this is coming to
1: theaters, and you might not even be able to like get it at Redbox. But if you like go deep, deep, deep into the Vimeo, or not Vimeo, what's the one Voodoo uh, <laughs> catalog, you'll you'll find Hero Mode for five ninety nine, huh. which you'll be like, eh, that's too much. That's too and much. Then you'll never think about it ever again. <laughs>
3: Oh, wow, this person posted a comment that you can actually watch Hero Mode with <laughs> For sh- by full clicking HD subscribe. Link. All all subtitle at 4KMovieFreeBlogspot.com. And then there's a ton of Chinese bullshit at the end of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Oh, wait, do you Run see the this Chinese comment? Run Chinese stuff through Google Translate, see what happens. This comment, uh, I... It's great because all the words make sense, but together, I don't know what it means.
1: <laughs> Is that Creed? Now I know this movie's going to be weird. Oh, we all in for a day in a dog food company. All right. Even, I no, think... even,
2: it's uh no, like, oh, well, all in a day in a dog food company. Wow. Oh, okay. That doesn't make oh, it any well. more
1: sensical. All in a day in a dog food company. Um,. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Creed, uh, either Carl Weathers or Michael B. Jordan is in this. I think it's... Or he thinks that one of them is No, in no, there. no.
2: Like from The Office, I think.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Which I think the coach, one of the dudes is. I don't know. This cast... Now
1: I know this movie is going to be weird. okay.
2: All right. All right, I, got, I
1: understand I got the, tra- the first two sentences, but the, the last the dog food company ones kinda
3: <laughs> I got the translation. <laughs> Puzzler.
1: Alright, I'm ready for it.
3: Okay. It was actually Japanese. Google detected it. <laughs> Thank you for reorganizing the live stream in the future. The live stream on that day was ridiculous. More than ten thousand people were watching it. Laughs. After all, carrots are the best. I was thrilled that I forgot to turn off the camera, and I was thrilled. <laughs> Moroa, poor man. However, the human race's desire for survival is a trivial refusal. Is this a cam girl that
1: <laughs> fucked herself with a carrot to cuck her husband? I have no idea.
3: That's what it sounds oh, like to me as from this story. however the human race's desire for survival is a trivial refusal a deprivation or a deprivation or a basic demand for a human being a kind of lifestyle a human being's dna integration and an expansive human society a dot dot introductory food unnecessary and unnecessarily rejected human beings Conflict, Uh, other academic societies, observant meat, Japanese vegetables, vegetables, cleanliness, lumps, seasoning, simmering, simmering vegetables, Japanese meat foods. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) Cam girl fucks herself with (laughs)
1: carrot (laughs) to cheat on her husband and is overcome with the guilt that her mind just fucking melts itself and
2: the stream of babble. I fucking sim- uh, Japanese vegetables yeah.
3: simmering meat-meat. At some point she had an existential crisis in the The human being's DNA is just a simmering vegetable. I love vegetables, cleanliness, lumps. Cleanliness, lumps. <laughs> lumps. Lumps. <laughs> Club it's sat like, alone. God like goddamn like Winter Soldier trigger words. <laughs> <laughs> Observant meat. Japanese, Japanese vegetables. Meat. <laughs> simmering, simmering vegetables. Did Japanese I just activate the cyborg? <laughs> was this an activation call out for some Japanese hitman? Is, is this that how that you was turn did they on? <laughs> <laughs> he just
2: posted it in the fucking trailer. For Hero mode. <laughs>
0: Yeah. How
1: many, many terrorist to... cells do you think we just woke up?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Too many. Sleeper cells. Shit was funny. Well, to um, combat them, we'll need to get the paper tigers. Yeah. Um, this this is, is a Kung Fu movie. This seems like a reboot to a movie that doesn't exist. Because I so it's like three guys who knew Kung Fu and would help people out, I guess now they're old and can't do kung fu as well but they're needed for one last job I think I think that's the the premise
1: yeah like a, a dude killed their teacher or something like that and he's a bad bad man and now the paper tigers have to come back to, to fight the bad man and save the day but they're old now and they're not sure they can do it but they have to do it out of a sense of moral obligation and the movie Mm. does not look good.
3: Yeah. Karate. It's basically Karate Kid. The the Karate Guys.
1: The Karate Man.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about it other than it's a very (laughs) low-budget kung fu movie. Uh, that lacks the charm of low budget kung fu movies of yesteryear
3: yeah. yeah cause I think it's like it's low budget but it's trying to be like good you know what I mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: whereas some of those low
3: budget they don't try they're just like we know it's goofy we know it's like crazy but just accept it that we're punching through a human or some shit like that <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: we can't make the effect look really good so it's gonna yeah. be awkward we're gonna have an awkward cut
3: to him in a shirt with a fucking hole painted through it. <laughs> the white guy just speaking like fluent Japanese did it for me. I was like, okay, I know what this movie is. <laughs> um, uh, that makes me want to take Plan C, which is a cel- unalive pill. Unlike the Plan B pill. Which says no baby, yet, which plan, is the... Plan C is the pill
1: that kills you as the mother. Yeah, yeah. That's plan B pill. kills the baby. Plan, plan B C kills C... the baby. Plan C it's kills the cyanide zero. tablet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> when you want to commit <clears> on <throat> So uh, Plan B is a is a trailer is a movie that came out and had a trailer. Yep, words, words. Um, it's a. It reminds me a lot of like kinda of like Superbad, but if Superbad was like uh Goody Two Shoes who have a, a wild and crazy night that was a little bit too wild and crazy for them. Been there? Ha uh. Yeah, it it reminds me a lot of
1: Book Smart. Mm-hmm. Which was basically our third Superbad remake. Yeah, the, it was super bad with time. girls, right? It was super bad with smart girls.
2: Little bitches was super oh. bad with regular oh.
3: girls yes yep yeah yeah this is what this reminds me of yeah yeah the the book smart
2: stop trying to make this a genre
3: cinema Uh, it's not gonna be a genre so the 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 girl's like "Ah, i never had sex which is a a high school trope you know gotta Mm -hmm. gotta do that before you leave high school i have a crush better invited to my party and then she has sex and And uh there's
1: period humor in the
3: first condom falls out yeah there's Period humor, which is no it surprise piece. there. It's a period <laughs> piece. <laughs> is it a period I think piece? Superbad well, was a period piece.
1: I think that had one. I mean, yeah. Can you think of anything more emblematic of that
3: period in our history than Super Bad? I can't. <clears throat> yeah. uh, it, it looks like a, a mediocre movie. I don't know. Unless the comedy is just like. Yeah, it's from the guy who crazy made good. Harold and Kumar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Makes sense. So it's there's a... a chance that it's decent. I mean, yeah, it does I, remind I, me a lot of like. Vary depending upon how much you liked Harold and Kumar. Yeah, um, I thought go to White Castle was fine stoner comedy, but the uh, Escape from Guantanamo Bay was uh,
3: a bridge too far. If that was stoner comedy, what is this period comedy? Baby Plan B. Yeah, it's abortion a comedy. Ah. <laughs> guys have weed comedy, girls have abortion comedies. The two, the two no, sexes. See Crenshaw girl Pete. and
1: weed. You see Crenshaw Pete and his coat hangers.
2: I sell <laughs> drugs to the community.
1: Put like that, it. I sell drugs to the community.
2: It is weird. <laughs> like as as like in the next decade I assume that we'll finally get legal weed everywhere someone's gonna at some point they're gonna do the national legalization thing um and it's gonna be weird looking back on movies and be like oh yeah that wasn't a thing that people could do you had to like
1: go underground for that shit yeah I have that same feeling now that it's legal in New Jersey when I'm just like out smoking my balcony I'm like this is so weird to just out in the public waving to my neighbor (laughs) who says I'm smoking a joint Mm -hmm.
2: and now like and yeah yeah stoner comedy
3: is now like why is this why is why do you care (laughs) yeah it's like if there was a comedy about smoking cigarettes well it's like oh Oh, gotta gotta get that nick
1: bro I mean Mm -hmm. a stoner comedy is more of a uh like Encapsulation of a lot of the surrealist adult swim style humor that the conventional wisdom was this would only be funny to someone who was high. It's usually mm-hmm. written by someone when they're high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not necessarily comedy about stoners. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Cheech and Chong were doing that shit way back, and then you have, I'm sure there's. Thank You for Smoking is a comedy about smokers. Thank You for more Smoking more about big, big tobacco, but that's a funny movie. It's got uh yeah, Two Face in it. What's his name? Uh Aaron uh, Eckhart.
3: Mhm.
1: Mhm. Pull that out of here.
3: <laughs> I see. Yeah, I think um I, I'm wondering when we will we'll ever get the uh the big weed com- uh movies, documentaries. Thank you for smoking too. Thank you for ripping for that bong. It's t- thank you for toking, Jake. Come on, it's right there. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not caught up on my my weed head jargon.
1: This is the jargon that's remained unchanged since the 1960s. Yes, yeah.
3: no, I'm not. I'm not in on it. Well, I was never one of those. One of those people. The the weed the weeders. The, the weed eaters. Weed eater. <laughs> in the future, humans are randomly find the most, generated. The most dumb boomer like level of like how to describe people who smoke oh weed. Oh my god. Uh, um, you know those lettuce I told eaters. Story about
1: Mr. Florida man <laughs> saying uh marijuana cigarette unironically in college. <laughs> Jazz cigarette. <laughs> uh, Florida man why he came here why he came to Alfred I don't know
0: mm.
1: he left an impact though left a bigger impact than I did yeah
0: <laughs> oh fuck um, by, by stealing yeah. money from
1: the university to put
3: video games
1: into the student center <laughs> Florida
3: man uh, the other thing that we have for the for trailers is just a shit ton of uh, uh featurettes well-
2: what about The Regrets?
3: Oh, fuck, yeah, that's right. I forgot. The Ruggets. Yeah, Regrets.
2: Uh, Available now on uh, Parazom Plus Prime. Oh, is that out now? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I know it says... (laughs) I know there's an advertisement in the trailer (laughs) that says, Kids, watch with your parents on Nickelodeon and Paramount Plus. Oh, May 27th. As if we weren't sure what to... Did, 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 did Do movie people think that we just lost, like, really just don't understand what to do with our screens now? Like, that we need instruction? Like, I see this trailer. I'm like, what what do we do with this thing? Oh, there's a friendly guy. Oh, we're supposed to watch it with our family on a... St- oh! <laughs> I thought we were supposed to, like, print it out and eat it. Like, <laughs> I thought this was a food item. Like, why do you need to instruct people to watch? Well, first God,
1: that's what a trailer connect your, is. Connect your I mean, router. They're supposed <laughs> to tell you to watch.
3: Like, that's kind of the the purpose of the trailer. <laughs> yeah, they're just t- trying to tell kids to watch. They they don't know what's up. It's like they don't know what to do.
2: It's called
1: marketing. We need we need people to see this, or it's, it's a failure.
2: <laughs> like i i wish they're on ta- on tags it had a thing that said wear this wear this article of clothing outside if preferable yeah but it's, it's uh, rugrats yeah, in 3d
3: yeah it's a, it's a new animation for rugrats um seems like they're leading into the whole um making whatever their imagination is like uh pseudo real like at least through their eyes um Mm-hmm. Which I guess is is neat. Uh
2: only, I don't only remember doing capable them that... through the art of three D uh yeah. images. Not available in two yes. D. You can't use imagination in two D.
1: No. It's impossible. it's impossible. <laughs>
2: that was mm.
3: Yeah, the yeah, the we graphics got, were we not what a... made the rug rats. I'll just and say And the voices are
1: all wrong too. Like
3: yeah they yeah. knew voice actors mm-hmm.
2: Yeah And then Ugh. I was like I knew I knew exactly what this was gonna be When Angelica did the fucking DreamWorks smirk The crossed arms <laughs> and like the
3: Yeah <laughs> Jesus uh... um, And then we have a bunch of other featurettes, uh, Including like a, a some, some fireman thing Where the director's like I'm gonna build a forest and burn it down For my movie so okay, that's fine. Uh, Quiet nice. place did a featurette. Cruella did a featurette with uh, the the main actress uh, Emma Roberts. Is that it is? oh, it's Stone. Emma Stone. Uh, Emma Stone being like, I like being a villain. I, I can really get into her acting. Yep. Fine. So be it. Um, oh, the other thing I, I forgot when I said the featurettes um, was. Marvel came out with a Marvel Studios Celebrates the Movies which I think we touched on earlier where it's like all these movie companies are going to try to get people like they're going to schmooze them back into the movie theaters with some fast words some quick talking some big promises Uh, and they did that through their trailer Marvel Celebrates where they kind of went through uh, all the upcoming movies that are going to be out in the theaters Mm -hmm. I don't know how this is like they didn't say it's exclusively in the movies, but they said, you know, you can get these in the movies.
2: I think they're trying to sell it Movie as, theaters.
3: um,
2: uh, they're trying to sell, they're, they're coming back and the was like, remember when you were in the theater and Thor did the thing yeah. and you stood up and clapped,
3: you can yeah, do that they, again. They, they had live reactions to the end game where Captain America had all the people, you know assemble and a lot everyone of everyone
1: loves it when they clap at the movie well the thing yes. was the
2: comments were like yeah dude i remember i was endgame and everyone was cheering in the theater it was so cool and i'm like
0: <laughs>
1: it's not like they often cheer over important dialogue i'd like
3: to listen to no but he said well that's why movies need to start um building in like applause breaks in the movies <laughs> yeah. and like laugh breaks <laughs> <laughs> and then and then when you get the DVD
1: at home, you can turn on the closed captioning for your deaf grandpa and it can just say
2: hold for applause in the closed captioning wise. <laughs> <line. laughs>
3: <laughs> but really, though, <laughs> oh my God! It's like that's <laughs> almost like what they Wait. did at Endgame. like they built for applause. And they're like, we know everybody's gonna go batshit here, so let's just have no important dialogue and then just put music over it while we pan over the field. It's so right. everybody can go. Let me set the stage. It's 2028.
2: Avengers Four is out and it's coming out in a couple editions. All right, you can get the regular studio edition, you can get the 3D edition, and you can get the edition live at the Chinese theater. You
3: get the live performance.
2: <laughs> what is this
3: Wizards of the Coast where they're doing alternate art for movies? Fucking wizards! I don't know. I don't know how.
2: Like the. I don't know what all these different packs are. There's a, a booster pack, a collector's pack, a the big guy pack, a set pack, a pack pack, a box pack, Matt, pack box, Matt pack Matt pack. Matt pack, rat pack, <laughs> pack rat, <laughs> rat pack. Ironically, you can't get pack rat. not get Frank Sinatra in it. <laughs> Frank Sinatra to
1: yeah. do Human Advisor
2: <laughs> when they
3: busted out that chart about the first time brain. of like how
2: to buy a card I was like I'm done <laughs> I'm buying singles forever now
3: when you, need, when you need a pictorial diagram of like what the shit is in your pack when it used to be so easy you got your uncommons you got your commons you got your rare <laughs> go mm. home and now you we got have your shit card at the end that's it yeah alright Ah, oh, that's
2: theaters.
1: Yeah, that's a that's well, yep, theaters. Let's, let's let's go back to theaters box offices. Surf, what <laughs> the heck? Okay. Um April 30th through May 2nd follow up. We got here Demon Slayer Mugen Train uh overtaking Mortal Kombat, but both hemorrhaged money in their second weeks. Demon Slayer was down six point sixty nine point seven percent, and Mortal Kombat was down seventy three point two percent. Demon
3: Slayer, and that's with more theaters for Mugen Train. They went up through Hindu theaters.
1: Yeah. So the 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 the
3: fucking weeb's out in Iowa, mm-hmm. where this movie just opened the Iowa weeb's, but just his... goes to show you that um, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat had. Uh, Almost double the theaters. I think that's a bad
1: sign for Mortal Kombat potential sequel. If it dropped off that much in its second week, Mm -hmm. that's not a good sign it was received well by audiences. Because a lot of movies, even if they're not very good, will do a big opening weekend. What kind of determines whether or not the movie was good or is going to be a financial success is what it does and the second weekend and the third weekend. Usually, you're going to lose fifty percent because not everyone goes back to see a movie again. But when you're losing almost seventy-five percent of your gross week over week, that ain't
2: it, Jack. That's now, what's going to happen is I don't think it's going to necessarily entail a no sequel. I think it's going to entail a bad, they're a poor, a low-budget sequel. They're going to say, "Uh, it didn't do yeah. that well in the box office," but we had a sequel in the works in the. First opening weekend did that well. You get half the budget
3: for this. So surprisingly, yeah, the budget did. for Mortal Kombat was uh, only fifty-five mil. That seems high to me. Actually, it looked like I, it, I don't know when, when
2: I
1: think of like yeah when I think, I think of like horror movies like twenty-five kind of. to thirty. Well, I mean and like then... <laughs> for a blockbuster that's not a large budget. But when I don't really look at this as a blockbuster, I look at it as more of a niche interest film, and yeah. um. Number two, there were parts of it that looked kinda cheap. Like I've seen a lot of these cheap direct to video movies and the effects of Mortal Kombat weren't always notably better than those.
3: Well I'm wondering if maybe for the second movie they up their budget and try to make a really I don't think they're gonna go movie. higher budget on I this. I don't
1: think they're gonna pump more money into something hoping it's going
3: Yolo. to. They got <laughs> a lot a of they better. got a lot of movies that they're they're saying they're gonna come out
2: like, with. That is, that's almost like a video, that's more of a video game thing where they're like, where the sequel usually turns, oftentimes turns out better than the, uh, than the first one. Yeah, because
1: in video games, like, the gameplay is the big draw, right? And you can refine the gameplay in the sequel, mm-hmm. and usually that makes for a better game. Uh, in a movie, you don't have that luxury, you have to tell a better story. Than you did in the first one, but now you're working against the fact that your story is no longer original because you already made the first movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yep. That's a very good point. Um, what else we got
1: on here? Uh, we got Godzilla versus Kong in its fifth week, holding on to the number three spot. Only
2: been five weeks. That's wild. Yeah, two
1: point eight two million. Separation open fourth. It's a a horror movie. Um, A young girl finds solace in her artist's father and the ghost of her dead mother. Um, That opened in 1,700 theaters. 1.8 million, like I said. Raya the Last Dragon remains in fifth for like the fifth week in a row, I feel. Um, And it's nine weeks into its theatrical run. 1.381 million dollars. It's made... $103 $103 million worldwide, so uh, Demon Slayer Mugen Train has made four times as much money as Raya and the Last Dragon in theaters. It's
3: impressive. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well,
1: well, I mean, Raya just hasn't been doing great because... Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: nope, Anime's taking over Disney. I said it.
1: It's Dio Ghibli. To because, the uh, what you call it? um like n- tom and jerry has made a similar amount of money to raya um nobody has made like 42 million
3: well tom and jerry's understandable that that movie was just uh you know on another level <laughs> of
1: good yes it was on another level <laughs> a much much lower level the ba- the basement the sub basement <laughs> you you go into the parking garage you see like b5 on the mm-hmm. thing, and you're like, who the fuck needs five basement levels? We need five basement levels so the fucking Tom and Jerry movie doesn't get out of its fucking
2: prison. Yeah. I'm, I like, from a practical level, I am glad we watched that movie because it's it's coming up a lot and it's contextualizing a lot of things. It's yeah. weirdly relevant. But God was it awful.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, the unholy. Um, is in 7th. Oh, nobody's in 6th. 1.28. Unholy in 7th with 1.065. And in 8th, the 10th anniversary 2021 re-release of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, written by Edgar Wright, the guy who wrote Shaun of the Dead, which was the movie we looked at last week. And since, we've talked about most of the other movies in the top 10. This week we figured we can construct a thematic through the line and make Scott Pilgrim vs. the World our spotlight film this week. So we did that. We we did that. We done did it. Um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is a very popular movie. Uh, It's got its own cult, you could say. Um, It's got a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb and a 69 on Metacritic. And I'm sure it's probably up in like the high 80s in Rotten Tomatoes score. Yeah, 82% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, 84% on Fandango. So, yeah, this isn't a movie that is generally considered to be bad. But there's always extremes with these movies that are are Mm -hmm. cult favorites. There's the people who are in the cult and there are people who are like, I don't fucking get it, dude. And
2: then there are police who raid the cult. The lawyers who have to litigate all the damages that are coming after. And of course the brain the deprogramming psychologists. It's almost as if it's its own little economy. (laughs) The cult economy. We should start a cult. Based on that notion. I can achieve enlightenment by starting cults. Come join and learn how to start a cult. Well, Follow my rules. It's the cult of cults. It's a pyramid cult. <laughs> start three post cults an MLM cult? and we'll move you up it's to an diamond MLC. tier. Yeah.
3: MLC, multi-level cult. <laughs> you could lead your own cult and be a boss, babe. Yeah.
1: Now be sure to sign this and and say that you're in my downstream, so I can get the diamond tier membership, which I will pass all my best leads on to you. <laughs> is that how they sound? I've that's, never listened to a multiple. You're, you're pretty anything. spot on. That's okay. that's
3: pretty much how it is. Yeah, I know some people
2: who do. That. Oh no, Jake. I've I've been thankfully insulated from that behavior.
0: Mm,
1: I do. I've been like, offered. I knew, like, some moms who sold Avon shit on the side, but, like, also had a a proper W-2 job.
2: Mm -hmm. But did they have to fight uh, video game (laughs) ex-boyfriends? Probably not. Nope. Um, Did they give it a 10 out of 10?
1: Well, if uh, one of these suburban moms... Goes by the IMDb handle must be Mike one two three. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs>
1: then yes, must be Mike. Yes, they did, and I choose to believe that uh, that's the truth. Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, 2010 release. Oh, uh-huh. so not the tenth. Oh, I guess it is the tenth anniversary because year one doesn't count. Um, an original ten out of ten, of course. An original smart action adventure movie submitted September 15, 2010. Oh, this is an original review. I don't normally say that any movie is a 10 out of 10. Scott Pilgrim, however, deserves that honor. It is the kind of movie that will leave you thinking about it days afterward. It brings a smile to my face whenever I remind, whenever I am reminded of it. It was really that good. I never read the comic, and in fact did not know a comic existed until afterward. Don't let the fact that you don't have background information (laughs) hinder you from seeing this film, as you will still be able to fully enjoy it. Great music, great lines, great action, great movie. I really hope this movie becomes more popular, so as to encourage studios to make more gems such as this. I got bad news for
2: you, buddy. <laughs> that was that was a fantastic comic book guy impression. <laughs> it's Wished evolved more. Episode. I wasn't
1: sure. Ever. I wasn't sure where I was going with the voice when I started doing it, because I started reading my normal voice, and then I just mm-hmm. slowly drifted into comic book man. This is the way.
0: <laughs> Seven out of (laughs)
1: nineteen found that helpful. I need to look at his profile to see if he is is really so. Oh my god, he's only reviewed two movies in sixteen years on the site. He's only reviewed two movies: Scott Pilgrim and any guesses as to what the other movie is?
2: Schindler's List. No. Real Demon steel, Slayer, and Train. <laughs> no,
1: It's Harry Potter, and the Goblet of Fire, specifically the, the Goblet, Goblet of Fire. Fire.
3: <laughs> None of the other ones. He only had time to read Goblet of Fire. That's the one that made him really furious. Um, okay, so uh, these guys, the one out of tens, are the real, the real deal. They are the lowest of the low, the real dumb fucks out here they they just sell their soul to the devil and write 1 out of tens for well-received movies. They just shout their their weirdly hateful <coughs>
1: vitriol into yeah. their phone and tell us it to post the IMDb.
3: And with 70 reviews I was like, how am I going to find a good one? How am I going to find the best ones? So I sorted. So this is by total votes. So the most people saw this at least and Took the time to say this shit was helpful or not. So, one out of ten. Big special effects to cover a crappy five-minute story and annoying actors by Manager 844 357988, Which might be a social security code. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try it out. Warning spoilers. I don't know how many spoilers there are in this. It's a ten-year-old movie. Get over it. This film is for... This is a film for 20-something-year-olds living with their moms who still play Pokemon and drooling over manga. This movie has an intelligence level of the mighty morphing Power Rangers and the maturity level of Spongebob Squarepants. Full disclosure, I enjoy all of those things. What the fuck, So I'm kid? loving this movie so far. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah I was about to say
3: I have not seen Scott (laughs)
2: Pilgrim what's this fucking starch pants media
3: diet (laughs) it's really only a 15 minute movie that repeats well over (laughs) it's really only a 15 minute movie that repeats well over 5 times for 2 freaking hours sometimes less is more when a movie is the equivalent to watching someone play Soul Calibur 112 minutes is 90 minutes Throw too long <laughs> it has all the terrible dialogue from a Dragon Ball Z cartoon with the same over exaggerated <laughs> fight sequences that this man knows a ton about time.
1: this shit <laughs> this man is selling like
3: <laughs> he's is selling he, me is on the movie right now is selling the movie <laughs> or is yeah. he only trying to trash it <laughs> Uh, the same exaggerated fight sequence that have the fighters spending more time scraping at each other as they fly through the air than they actually- than they do actually fighting. The whole, quote, video game style fighting over a girl would have been okay if it just happened once but rehashing the same damn fight four more times was just driving an idea into the ground all the way back to Japan. Michael Cera needs acting lessons. I'm sick of seeing this guy play the same person in every damn movie he does. He sucks. I'm sick of seeing... Him being a little stuttering meekling who's afraid of his own shadow again and again—it's so old. What do you it's want? Not 80s funny. Rambo? Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> 153 out of 357 found that helpful. That was—he just tore
2: a new asshole on that movie. He was fucking. I sold it. I liked. Yeah, I like, want to see. I, I do want to see what else he watches. Or what he considers, right, like, go. top tier. Yeah,
1: can you drop the permalink in the trap?
2: The, yeah. the chat, not the trap. Mm-hmm. We're not ghostbusting busting. This is, this is not to say that the things that he was disparaging are, are high cinema. Because um, I think no. that's where he's going. He's like, oh, it's not high cinema. like It's lowbrow, like Spongebob or whatever. Um, I'm just saying that it's a thing that a lot of people really enjoy. Um, even into adulthood, it has... It has a lot of staying power. Um, I just basically I'm trying to cover my bases for when someone goes back and clips that shit when I'm like ten years later. They're like, when I'm trying to review a movie and they're like, they they clip the part where I laugh at the guy who's like talking shit on children's shows. I'm like, what does this guy watch? Does he watch adult movies? Oh, well, the
1: answer is no because he's reviewed three movies in his entire ten years plus on IMDb. Um, they've been Scott Pilgrim versus the world revenge of the nerds for nerds in love,
3: which he rated it a 10 out of 10 and then said actually a six, but it deserves a better overall rating. Right so he fell
1: victim to one of the classic blunders. Um, and then blood rain, the Ooey bowl. Fun video oh, game adaptation. You know what? Maybe that's what he got rate. from Azubi Bowl. And uh, he gave it... I can't see his score, actually.
3: Uh, th- <sighs> Was it three out of ten? Yeah, three out of ten for that.
1: Which was actually about in line with the average. Uh, his main cons- concern was it plagiarized another video game's plot. Uh, let's, just, let's just read it real quick. Bonus Blood Rain review from uh, Mr. I Hate Everything. Um, I didn't go through all 400 bad reviews of this movie, but it seems I'm the only one who noticed this. Uwe Boll blatantly stole his plot devices from another video game. Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. <laughs> In the game, (laughs) the the famous plot of
2: Castlevania 2.
1: Must search the countryside in search of parts of Dracula. You guessed it. Two of them are Dracula's eye and Dracula's rib. Oddly enough, these are the only two item out of the five you must find that endow Simon with special power. Dracula's eye lets Simon ...enters some areas he couldn't before, like Rain can now walk in water, and Dracula's rib acts as a shield against projectiles. Rain gains super vampire strength once she has the rib. Let's face it, folks. This proves once and for all that Jumebo is not only a bad script writer and director, he's a thief to boot, unable to formulate his own ideas, which is probably why he focuses on making bad video game movies. Stories are already written for him. He just has to copy it down and ruin it by putting his own special brand of suck into
3: it to make suck. it his man. This man has is, has issues. He's,
2: he's a complex uh, person. Just like uh, well, maybe unlike Jose Guilerm G Guillerme? Will Will Herme. Um, oh, five out of ten. Review. Boring. Should I say, or uh, spoilers, I guess? It's not really any spoilers in here. I was aghast to see this movie rated 8.0 here. It's a sixer, maybe, if it had some narrative. Uh, the main character is lame to a point of being annoying. I was cheering against him. He has nothing likable. The story is very flat and silly. The video game thingy is cute, but gets tiresome quite fast. The X's, though, which I was cheering for, were quite funny. <laughs> there are some good one-liners. Some funny moments, but over otherwise overall it's weak. I think only teenagers, full-time video gamers, and indie-slash-alternative people might appreciate this film. So if you've had sex and you are over 18, avoid this movie please. 14 out of 30. Um, indie, indie people. Yeah, I could see uh, Harrison yeah. Ford not not enjoying this movie.
1: <laughs> uh, Temptmon disagrees. He thinks this is a 10 out of 10 and that it's too good to be true. With three, three exclamation marks uh, It was submitted November 7th, 2010 So he was a little late to the Scott Pilgrim party um, mm-hmm. Warning spoilers This movie is not made for people Who hate games or never played a video game In their life Director's perspective of the character Scott Pilgrim Is depicted in a creative way I feel that this is the best comic book adaptation To date Exclamation mark Some spoilers below. Um, Scott Pilgrim is shown as the straightforward person, as a straightforward person, who doesn't have the mental capacity to act or feel bad. He is shown as over-the-top nice guy. He loves this girl, Ramona Flowers, mainly Elizabeth Winstead, and to win her heart, he needs to defeat her seven ex-boyfriends. The movie is a funny ride throughout without a single moment. And Michael Sarah <laughs> Executes his role nicely That's what's written there the Movie's a funny ride for out without a single moment And Michael Sarah executes his role Nicely Even all the cast does their job To perform The fight scenes and special effects Are not overdone at all I think that the movie will go down As a cult classic You were correct And its value will be cashed in on In 10 years or so Wow Nostradamus oh my over God. here <laughs> This is the first time I've ever taken the time To write a movie review I've been visiting IMDB for over five years regularly I felt like I have to write My opinion about this awesome classic Interpretation of a story Slash comic onto cinema That got a zero out of seven Found that helpful That was actually not that a terrible really, review
3: uh, Yeah. Fucking Nostradamus right I feel called Man out called it. Damn. Um, alright, so back to the back to these uh these deviants over here saying it's a one out of ten. We got K Diamond six 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 saying Ugh. Ugh. One out of ten. This time I sorted by review date, so we got a fresh one on our hands. This was reviewed April first, twenty twenty one. Ugh! Avoid at all cost things to do instead of watching this awful garbage. Get a root canal from a dentist who uses only 15th century methods. Oh, are we doing a cinematic Get a thing? rectal exam by a hook-handed proctologist. Those don't exist. What? <laughs> <laughs> I want to believe that you was got me, there. Jake. No. <laughs> Sorry, that was my own little improv. <laughs> Watch virtually anything else, including any of the Twilights or the annoying Orange series. Ooh, scoop out your eyeballs with a rusty spoon. Good grief! This movie shouldn't exist. Three out of nine found that helpful. Okay, Charlie Brown. Fuck off. (laughs) What
2: is this? What is this angry review shit? Man, this movie was a pile of duty butts. I'd rather not talk about it at all. But here are some other things I'd rather do than watch. I'd rather get a root canal with a fifteenth-century barber. I'd rather get a rectal exam with a hook-handed proctologist. My man, my man is
3: out here. Like this is some of the I, I like looking into the, the the movies that they review because it gives us an in depth perspective on their life. It lets you calibrate their taste. Yeah. We're just lightly dying. This man's though. over here putting <laughs> reviews out on Family Guy, Fox in the Men House. What what the fuck is the hit? Season sixteen, episode two. <laughs> oh, that's a night. That's a title of
2: an episode. Okay, it's an individual yeah. episode of Family Guy. Individual episode. Individual
1: episode.
3: He he goes out here reviewing Scooby Doo and the Curse of the Thirteenth Ghost, saying the same shit, saying "ugh." Oh, and his you're searching his the sound, dude. Is Good grief. Uh, yeah. Oh, one out of ten for Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I mean, that's not wrong. <laughs> My man said one out of ten for Captain Marvell. I, he said one out of wrong. ten for hateful eight. <laughs> I didn't care for hateful eight. Hateful <laughs> eight. eight. Ah, that's pretty much it. One out no, of 10 I'm not running this account, come. I
2: promise. Is, I don't
3: know. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, that just out occurred.
2: <laughs> it's been discovered. Um, in our last review here. From Minerva Maybridge, four out of ten. Let me get this straight. This movie is about a really unlikable, shallow guy who is obsessed with an emotionally dead, rainbow-haired girl for whom he breaks up with a totally awesome girl. He plays in a really crappy band that everyone loves, has superpowers, and is able to kill Rainbow Girl's exes by turning them into coins, one of her exes being ex-Superman. Oh, the humanities! Despite the fact that those engaged in battle are hurried into walls and beaten again and again, No on is ever really injured, not even a scratch. It's like a cartoon where a character can get flattened by a steamroller then pop right back up. The only good lines that came out of this were Rainbow Girl's ex-GF saying she was bi-furious and calling her a has The movie comes across like sucker punch on acid. I (laughs) guess that there are some movies that are so incredibly bad that they appear to be good. This one is just plain bizarre, but can probably be be wildly entertaining if you're watching it while zoned out on pot. Six out of thirteen. Now, I I think we need to explain that in movies, there there's things that can happen that don't happen in real life. Yes, it is a work of fiction. In fact,
1: <laughs> this what is not people, a sporting ooh, event.
3: What see <laughs> people getting
2: into fight scenes and thrown against walls. It's but unrealistic. No one ever
1: gets injured. Yeah. And? You ever watch an action movie before? You ever watch oh. a rom com where they fall in love and get married over the
3: course of 45 minutes? <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. That definitely happens all the time in the real world. Yeah. It's not like
1: Jake and I dated our girls for like four years almost <laughs> before we even considering marriage.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm looking. Well, now I'm looking at some of the reviews. this person has reviewed a lot. Um uh, in ninth though, we've <laughs> got Tom and Jerry. Yep. Uh five hundred and thirty
1: thousand dollars. 109951 worldwide. That's that's like six million or more than Raya's made. Six million dollars more worth of people. Paid money to see tom and jerry on hbo oh and not on theaters not even on hbo max where you could watch it for free with your free trial then mm. saw ryan the last dragon which was probably cheaper to see at least for one person in the theater because i think they did the premium access
2: bullshit for it oh yeah
1: that is that is does not speak well to the quality of Ryan the Last Dragon. Although I think that that was pretty positively reviewed, wasn't it? I mean, it's a Disney movie, so I'm sure there was some pressure to uh,
3: see it. In the well, category. I'm also wondering how many um, uh, Disney Plus subscriptions came in for it. I, I still have no fucking clue how they they, how they yeah they don't have to tell us that correlate that and I don't know how they correlate that into it. Maybe. But the same goes with uh, HBO Max. I mean, who was HBO Max? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how many people got HBO Max just to get the Tom and Jerry movie? I hope. Like zero. five people? I, I really hope. Like, so. I, I think it's got to be single digits. Hmm. I really
0: got
1: it. Or people who saw there was a Tom and Jerry movie but didn't see a trailer for it. That's the only way I could imagine someone yeah. being excited to see that movie. Um,. All right. Um, what's rounding up the top 10? Together Together's in 10th, $312,000.
3: And guess who's in uh, number 25, up two places? The war with grandpa, baby. In 30 weeks going strong. Still rolling on. 10,000
1: people. $10,000 for mm. a theater take of $71. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It still might, in 150 theaters. Still in 150 theaters, but man, it was down 58.6%. A lot of large drops this weekend. I wonder what, what happened.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. Was last weekend a long weekend or something?
1: I don't think so. No.
3: No. We haven't yeah.
1: had a long weekend in a while. The next long weekend is going to be
3: uh, Memorial Day. Maybe it was nice out. Maybe it was nice out. Maybe. A lot more people wanted to go outside than <laughs> spend their time in a movie theater. Yeah. Oh, it why doesn't nice it have? Series. Why
2: don't we have trailers for outside?
1: <laughs> because then Parks. they can't make the money off of you, Peter. It's it's just like, dot. Those Rally
3: are called out. windows. Just
2: Vin Diesel those sitting are on a rock. windows Just like <laughs> yeah. this past year, we've been inside. I want to change that. <laughs> Nature, it's where we came from try visiting it again. You haven't visited your mom in five years. You haven't visited a patch of grass in a year. Go outside. Poop on the lawn. It's what the dogs do. It's what we do in my family. My family. I don't
0: don't know where that (laughs) (laughs) went.
1: Well, you you tied it in with the family so it's it's automatically (laughs) It's automatically canon. Yeah.
2: Go watch The Fast and the Furious. Come here coming to a dog shit near you
3: (laughs) that reminded me of the uh tiktok it's fast and furious nine over here it's just a pile (laughs) of dog shit be a man go to a public bathroom shit with the door open be a man make eye contact go into nature be a man
1: yeah just just go into nature be a man see how see how it feels yeah Oh boy.
3: Um the other long hitter was uh Croods, and they're they're sitting pretty at thirteen. But only twenty three weeks. Those are rookie numbers. Gotta pump those numbers up. Gotta stay alive seven more weeks to be at war with grandpa. <laughs> be at war with war with grandpa.
1: It's 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 interesting to see. Um I mean Croods has made significantly more money, so it's not even really a competition yeah. of that. It's just how long are they gonna last? Yeah.
3: War with Grandpa's made fucking Nothing 40 grand or something like that I think worldwide I mean I think 40 yeah. million er, 40 million When I say 40 grand I really mean 40 million 40, 40 grand million yeah, There you go <laughs> a Millions a grand amount ain't it <laughs> It's a grand amount Hey, oh. Words over here right Am I right <laughs>
1: Um <laughs> Yeah so that leads us to gaming news, um, and uh, boy, it was an interesting week in uh, gaming news. In that, nothing interesting happened.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's been really slow for for games now. I'm not sure what's uh, what's going on. However, uh, the other night. Uh, goth vampire big booby tall mommy milker lady got released Mm -hmm. with Resident Evil Village with other video game elements attached (laughs) with other video
2: game elements there's
1: also like a $60 game around it but uh you know Uh, yeah but people
3: just buy it to get stepped on I haven't haven't really (laughs) watched it (laughs) yeah people are losing their mind over little lady Dimitrescu in Resident Evil Village.
1: Yeah. It, yeah um, it's, it's getting some pretty positive reviews uh, from the game aspect of it. Um, I haven't checked it out yet. If it comes to Game Pass, I might play it, but I don't think I'm going to go out and spend a lot of money on Resident Evil 8. Oh, is it just a demo that got released? Oh, is it? I knew. I, no, no, I think wait. the game's out because I remember seeing people talking about it and the game thread on the Yankees they were doing like There's
3: something that they were saying about the demo lasts until May 10th maybe that's a free thing yeah. and then but it's already out okay. I know people
2: I saw like clickbait videos about oh look what happens when this character gets this attack you know like they're still fascinated that video games have have details in them
1: <laughs> yeah
2: that they put like you know that the big big studios can uh can afford to put that kind of uh you know, little touches in their giant video game. Yeah. Who to thunk?
1: It's unheard of. It's impossible. Um Super Mario 64's PC port now has ray tracing. And you can try it for yourself. Mod is a work in progress, but the early footage on it is uh very promising. Uh, so the Mario 64 PC port appeared online like a year ago out of nowhere. And uh, it has since received a 4K texture pack, a 60 frames per second support mod, and a bunch of other gameplay additions like permadeath and new moves. But now they've gone and added ray tracing. So um, I will share with you gents the preview video for this. And, the trace uh, rays. Is- I think you will agree that it is um, way more effort than should have been done for this game. But it looks really nice. It looks a lot like Minecraft, Ray Trace. Mm-hmm. Because the yeah, textures are that. all still garbage.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they're still using the ba- the base polygons and sprites.
1: Yeah. I don't know if this is going to be compatible with the 4k texture mods. It should be because the whole thing with ray tracing is the lighting is, oh, uh, yeah, rendered now, in real time and not part of a texture map.
2: Now so. Mario has like a skin kind of texture thing. He's not, it's not just a flat color and I don't know how I feel about that. It's your boy, Mario looking more and more like a plastic doll <laughs> with each update. They couldn't and they couldn't update the sprite the uh, definition they couldn't well just
1: there re- there's there's a 4k texture pack available um I guess they they probably don't have it installed on this mod on this game because they want to show off the ray tracing mm-hmm. um but I would think that they would be intercompatible because like I was saying um ray tracing just l- land, renders the lighting in real time rather than relying on what's in a texture map. <laughs>
2: yeah oh the um the bullies look pretty good
1: yeah like they're... metallic surfaces look nice um the water looks nice the lava does not look nice no.
3: um yeah the water looks really nice yeah i saw some of that warp pipes look pretty good <laughs> oh in the haunted house level the lights streaming
2: through the windows i don't think they're <laughs> i think they're still just an effect
3: yeah it was kind of interesting because like at certain points in the sun like he has two shadows when he jumps up in the air I think from like the game shadow and then the ray tracing shadow as well
1: oh maybe I didn't really catch that let's talk about the beginning yeah I'm looking at the desert level now I didn't uh, strike it. so that's I mean hey it's cool that this exists and you can just go out and fucking mess around with Mario 64 and all Mm -hmm. these different ways it was never meant to be played Um, and it's impressive that uh, like a fan project could add a technology like ray tracing into an older game like this Uh, you know makes you wonder if we're gonna see ray tracing support added either officially or through efforts like this to other older titles
3: yeah I mean even just like like not even older titles but like just stuff that came out like like a Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 or some of like that like something maybe that's not that old but you know could could use some of the love of that.
1: Yeah, I was thinking shit like not not necessarily even stuff from like way back nineties or early two thousands but like you know mid mid to mid to late two thousands and yeah. uh, like early twenty ten sort of era.
3: Like add ray tracing to Halo.
1: Fuck it. or
3: uh to
1: Bioshock I think that would look nice
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um buh, 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 buh. the Borderlands movie has cast its moxie Gina Gershon of showgirls and face off. um and also PS I love you will join the cast of Borderlands as moxie Eli Rough um, that's the director Charles Balboa from Black Mirror the Leisure of Tal- Tarzan is going to play Hammerlock and Cheyenne Jackson American Horror Story and Thurry Rock is going to play Jacobs which presumably means Wainwright Jacobs and Bobby Lee we'll play a new character called Lairley. So I'm not optimistic for the Bobby movie. I think, this yeah. Is gonna suck.
3: I... <laughs> yeah. Wow. This is, um, interesting.
1: Unless the script's really fucking good.
3: If they put like a really crazy good script on it, and like maybe some interesting kind of edits that they do to make like the style similar to the game, I wouldn't have no idea how they would do that. Well, didn't they do that in Sideways, where it was like
1: kind of animated over real people? Or maybe I'm thinking of a different movie.
3: Uh, Let me see. I don't know if I've seen Sideways. I don't think so. so The clips I'm looking yeah, at Or the, no, the I'm, stills I'm seeing from Sideways I'm so thinking normal. of a different movie uh, Let me see An- Animated over live action movie It's going to come up with Roger Rabbit It's all yeah. going
2: to be rotoscope shit
0: Take on me.
1: Yeah I mean like in the Take on me music video yeah But I, I could have sworn that there was a movie That kind of had a similar look to it but, like heavy uh,
0: metal?
1: Heavy metal, maybe? All right, well, it's it's not super important.
3: Um, I think my parents are watching church in the living room. On Saturday? <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Catholics have mass on Saturday. What? Yeah, they do have it on Saturday. What? But... Yeah, it's it's for when you don't want to get up early on Sunday. They have like later masses. Yeah, most Catholic
1: masses are Saturday evening. Actually,
2: that's fucking wild. To keep the Sabbath holy, I guess. I, I live. I live in a world of of ten a.m. Protestant mass. Yes, I mean,
1: I grew up in a Lutheran church, so yes, you're. Mm-hmm. Fucking three-hour for... church service.
3: <laughs> I can just yep. hear like the prayers coming in from, from my, like the left ear cup. Well, yeah, because have to singing really every
1: verse you. of every song.
2: We were able to. We it's were evangelical to... Lutheranism, baby. Oh,
1: uh, maybe it
3: was
2: more like two hours, but still. Okay, we were able to keep ours to about an hour. We kept it. We ran a tight ship because there was coffee and snacks after, and people had to get fucking lunch.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No,
1: like I. I i wish we were a little more concise but that was one of the <laughs> things i appreciated about going to the catholic churches with my uh extended family because they were all mm-hmm. catholic go full uh, fat is that they're full like fat classic christianity they're like no they're like 45 minutes like catholic mm-hmm. masses are usually really uh to the point perfunctory yeah uh-huh. <laughs> we get through we got we got our creeds we get we're gonna have
3: communion Cure, yep. and Kyrie, then uh, get the benediction <laughs> Lord's you get, Prayer. You get to do all the checklists. Do all the, go down the list. God, do all the this verse, stuff. reading, reading uh, sermon. We'll keep that to about five, ten minutes. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you get a bad joke from the priest, and then you uh, everybody goes home.
1: Go in peace, serve the Lord.
2: Uh, fucking god damn. Years of <laughs> that's that how, shit. That's how it ends, really. Go <laughs> in peace, serve the Lord. Fucking, god damn. Just everyone in the (laughs) congregation
1: shuffles out trying to like elbow your way out of there and then like you want to go home but your parents are mingling
2: with the church okay no all right this is what my pastor used to do um at the end of the service he would do a recessional and he'd walk back from the altar out to the back and he'd call from the back he'd do it and then everyone would line up and to leave you had to walk past him which was nice because he's a nice dude but after service like if you wanted to D- duck out you know you you bust out the side door but after every service there was a line in the middle aisle that was just walking out slowly spilling mm-hmm. out into the the uh cafetorium i guess or the 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 uh snack and cookie place <laughs> yeah it was fucking wild
3: indeed all right um so i i saw this on on facebook so it's an unreliable source and uh, I'm trying to see if it's anywhere on PC Gamer but uh, I can't find it um, is it true that like um, they're trying to redesign the PS5 uh, with a new silicone chip? Um, I had heard that I yes did... yeah. I
1: haven't heard it from anywhere I would deem to be super reliable but I have heard the, the rumblings about that yes just as a means to yeah, it's going to use an AMD 6 nanometer chip I believe which I guess would be easier to manufacture, which I don't understand because it's a smaller process node, but maybe they have more availability
3: on that node. Mm. Uh, and I'm not sure what the... Uh, I don't know if it's going to be... Is, is the it, is it like uh, performance going to be like about the same, or is it... I would imagine uh, so. It's gonna be like, yeah. I think they're just going to sell okay. it as
1: a regular PS5. It might be a little bit uh, more or less efficient in certain areas. But it kind of devalues a lot of the strength of a console when you put out a hardware revision like that because uh, like one of the things about consoles that makes them able to like, you know, squeeze much better graphics out of their hardware is that the people are developing for like a specific set of hardware. Now, granted, two sets of hardware are still a lot easier than the millions of possible configurations that PC gaming (laughs) can have. (laughs) <laughs> but still, you're diminishing the uh, advantage there a little bit.
3: Yeah, yeah, I get it.
1: Um,
3: yeah, I, the, the complaint I saw was somebody was saying, oh, you, those who already have a PS5 now have uh, basically an obsolete device already because there's a, a possibly better one out there. I, I, that all depends on how... If there's any difference with this new... I can't imagine them releasing chip. something that's
1: going to less than a year into the fucking PS5, yeah. make it obsolete. And it will never be obsolete because they fucking supported no, 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 no. the fucking PS3 for years. And
3: yeah.
1: All that shit. Um, so we have new inductees into the 2021 World Video Game Hall of Fame. Um, four iconic games. Are left standing: Microsoft Flight Simulator, Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego, Starcraft, and Animal Crossing, Our 2021's addition to the video game Hall of Fame. Um, these four classics join the ranks of former inductees, including Bejeweled, The Oregon Trail, Mortal Kombat, and Pong. Okay. <laughs> I mean, th- I did not see Flight Simulator coming though. I, like, I mean. That was like one of the killer apps
3: on mm-hmm.
2: Windows. It's like, still like was... one of the higher <gasps> higher um demand, you know higher performance um
3: I think programs on it, there, which I'm trying to because like hell it hell is it a full
2: simulation experience. You can scale yeah, that shit yeah. up
1: yeah it's it's very much uh enthusiasts uh I've got you know. There are flight simulator whales is what I'm trying to Yeah, that that have like mm-hmm. their full cockpit with fucking if a cockpit pan, with the gyro
2: control we'll get yes, the gyro chair. No, yep. i s I'm not
1: mm-hmm. even fucking around with you. These I've seen these rigs. It's a
3: hell of a rig. Yeah, my, my old boss had a um a whole uh I I driving simulator. PS4 Probably driving like yeah, he had a driving simulator with all all the controls in like a bucket
1: seat. Yeah, people with the bucket seats that have you know, yeah. the like the, for rally racing. Feedback. Yeah, and then you get like the giant ultra wide monitor, embankment mm-hmm. around you, mm-hmm. and you got your wheel and your pedals.
2: Yeah, and here's you know, a, you're... I would call this uh, an introductory product because it it's you not. Drive
1: a Ferrari
2: without actually yeah. driving a Ferrari. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and this I just shared. Uh, it's called the play seat. This is look, it's a just kind of a retail. Gyro seat, yeah. Um, you know, $450, I would call that entry price if that's, you're going yeah, that that's, hard. That's
1: actually fairly reasonable. And I know they did like a budget driving sim setup video online as Tech Tips not that long ago. Um, mm-hmm. and I think they use this or a similar company's product for it. Um, but honestly, that's not a terrible price. Uh, this is this does lack a lot of the features you see in a lot of the over the top, sort of rigs. Mm-hmm. But um, if you're if you're really into simulations, the simulation wow. stuff, um, you know I've spent that much money on
2: dumber shit. <laughs> yep. It's got
3: wow. Yeah, that was a lot.
2: <laughs> so that's where you start is with yeah. That's that's your jumping
1: off point. It's a big leap to take, but people have and their hobbies. That's, that they do, do that's why it's in
2: the uh,
1: Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah. How, much ma- how much money do you think you spent on Magic Cards in the
3: past 12 months, Jake? Don't. No. No. You've seen my Amazon account. Yes, I have. <laughs> You're the whale they're hunting. <laughs> yep. I usually do it with uh, Discover Rewards. you going to so buy all that? have a little extra... You gonna buy the um, Forgotten Realms
2: uh, part universes beyond?
3: I might, I might, I might take the professor's advice for once and uh, actually do uh, buy the singles instead if I do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. Um, I think I might be more interested in Modern Horizons, but. You know, after those uh, fetch fetch reprints and um, they're coming in at rare and they're not, like, going to be hard to get. Uh, you know, maybe the supply of Modern Horizons might be hard to get, but yeah, that's kind of nice. I have
1: a feeling that um, we will not see a significant shift in the price of fetch lands following Modern Horizons too. Yeah. In fact, it might, like, do the stupid thing it does where the price actually goes up. <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, the, the thing that they're doing is like half of the fetch lands that they're coming out with are probably going to be like specialty lands because they have the extended border, normal, and then the old bordered. And it's like, okay, well, the old bordered are going to have their own set price and they're going to have the extended border. They're going to have their own set price. Yeah. How much of the actual fetch lands are coming into the market that's actually going to drop the price? now that you have so much more supply. Do you actually have that much more supply? Probably not.
1: No, limited print run. It's still a rare, so... <laughs> At best, too. Yeah, the back.
3: limited print run and the uh, the allocations to like stores are r- still really low, from what I've heard. Yeah, Store, I mean, uh, you know, Local game stores are not getting a high allocation.
1: It is not in their best interest to significantly lower the price of the big format staples because then every time they release a product that has them in it it will sell out yeah, um, yeah it's, it's shitty uh, lastly in gaming news uh, you can disable the Mass Effect Legendary Edition improvements to Mako handling for that sweet nostalgic feeling of doing a barrel roll while trying to drive in a straight line yeah yeah nice um, but that's nice that they have options to disable some of the tweaks that people might not like. I don't know how many people are going to be uh, upset that the Mako drives better. But
0: <laughs>
1: there are purists out there who don't want their experience to be uh, tainted in any other way than improving the graphics. purists. Just like people who spend thousands of dollars on simulator chairs, you know, They've got mm-hmm. particular tastes, and they want they want exactly what they want.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and they want a Mako. That. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, like that simulator chair for the Mako driver. <laughs> <laughs> Roll case. I'd like to play like an. I'd like to see somebody play like an FPS on like one of those games. <laughs> oh god, they, I <laughs> think they, they have the gas like pedal to shoot those, those 360. Ones. Yeah. yeah. Where you're like, you're, like, diapered into the harness? Yeah. Oh, yeah, one of those. Those are, like, the VR things. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, like, you know, like, turn the wheel to look. Oh, oh and, uh, you're talking about well, beating people God who with beat a fucking like, steering yeah. wheel?
1: Yeah, there are people who do shit like that, like let I've me, seen. Let me look up I beat, beat Dark Souls with, with fucking actual uh, pomegranate. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Give the squeeze to the pomegranate to press A. All right. Well, they hook things up to drums and whatnot. Yeah, huh. might as well jump on right into a
1: uh, Un- feature.
3: Unvincible. He can't be. He's Vince. invincible. Yeah. sorry about uh, main character's name is Vince. Um, and he gets into places. That's a superpower. He is able. Gets in. He gets into he banks. Able. He gets into yeah. pants. Is able to get in. It's the it's the
2: Vin, oh. the Vince Vaughn story. <laughs>
0: Invincible.
2: Invincible. His greatest enemy is Adam Sandler.
3: So cool. Prime Video came out. If you're not aware, uh, people listening, uh, this was LC. pretty
2: under the radar.
1: I will say that.
3: Yeah, yeah, kind of like a, a not well known, not a lot of fanfare comic. Really, yeah. Called Invincible. I got, I got, I guess and, I got media
2: blasted hard. By well, this thing. well,
1: the. Uh, well, yeah, the, like, it got popular through word of mouth. Like, I don't remember seeing a bunch of trailers for Invincible and really hearing much about it until it was already out and people started talking about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, And, I, you know, I didn't even hear it from someone I knew. Google recommended it to me based on what I've been watching. Mm-hmm. They're like, you like superhero shit and cartoons? Invincible. It's highly rated. I'm like, eh, maybe not. But then Jake said he, he was watching it and liked it. I was like, oh yeah, give it a shot, see what's going on here.
3: Yeah. I found it through like just going through like uh ads on like prime video or, or like my uh my flex uh it had like an ad come up all the time. It was like watch Invincible on Prime Video and then I, I watched the first episode, uh I enjoyed it and I told my roommate or not my roommate uh I told my coworker who was big into comics, he's like, Oh yeah, I read the comic I'm probably going to watch that after I watch, like, the Dota series. Um, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, you actually read the comics. Like, how would you like it? He was like, he really enjoyed the comics. Um, so, yeah. So, and it's... They were popular I guess the people enough who read the, comics King of the Hill, like so. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the crazy part. Like, it was popular enough to, like, make appearances in other things. I don't know if it's because maybe, like, the director... Um, or knew the writer or something like that. Like, you know how they put in like little Easter eggs about stuff. But, um, yeah. Popular enough to make that. Uh, and it's kind of cool. It's, uh, an interesting take on the, the, the new, the trend of what if superheroes were bad guys trend that's going Uh, around. I
1: mean, it's, so this came out originally, I think the, the first few issues were published in 2003 so this is pre The Boys, and I think this is also pre Irredeemable. I think the only like uh, sort of like what if Superman did bad things was like Superman Red Sun, and that wasn't even like really Superman mm-hmm. do bad things. It was Superman do Russian things. <laughs> Superman do Russian things. So guy,
3: <laughs> Russian round.
1: Um, let me look up irredeemable I think that was two thousand and seven mm. Irredeemable.
2: And that makes a lot of sense. In, 2000, um, in the con, it, when I was watching nine. this, because I'm like, watching the boys before this, did not feel like the right way for people who are who are interested in this stuff. This feels like, um, baby,
3: the yeah, this feels thing.
2: like kids first. <laughs> it's like here, kids, you want to
3: disillusion yourself
2: with Superman? Eh, there you go. Go watch this shit.
3: Well, yeah, because it's like. In this in this society, there's still good superheroes who are like actually good. <clears throat> it's just your one of the main characters happens to be evil and have nefarious, uh, goals. You know, ideas. Goals, Which yeah, are goals. Uh,
1: slightly less than
3: original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean I I kind of called it from the from like the first first or second episode. I, mean, they're I was like, basically oh, I kind of see where it. this is going. Yeah. 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 Spo- spoilers, spoilers,
1: I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, we're being vague enough. Where <clears> throat> they throat> might not get it until the end. I mean, they'll probably figure it out without the hint before it gets to the...
3: Honestly, end. yeah. Like, I, I figured it out without knowing anything about this shit. They, and they like, really oh, did. He's evil. They did,
1: like, in, um, like, the middle one of the middle episodes they really did a a nice like turn and wink at the camera moment with one of the lines in the episode which we'll we'll talk about when we get into spoiler talks um Mm. but overall i felt this was good it was a little bit better than um a lot of these shows because a lot of these shows are just kind of miserable to watch like I felt that way watching oh. the boys a lot I'm like this isn't really fun like why am I watching this still but this had fun moments and moments of levity there should have been more uh, moments yeah. of levity I think we should have had a greater like disconnect between what was brewing in the background versus like his day to day life as,
3: fucking as a teen new drama
2: superhero. yeah
3: yeah, it this this really had a lot of different elements for a lot of different people. You had the really gory aspects like borderline horror. Um you had these teen drama aspects, these uh like heartfelt like save the day moments uh that were like really good and and all while it it's got this uh encompassing uh sense of like you are following the underdog who is learning about his powers, and watch him grow and get better and better while losing a lot. You know. Yeah, his superpower—he's
1: uh, he, got the fucking Cole
2: superpower from Mortal Kombat, if he just gets his ass kicked.
3: <laughs> That's—I think
2: yeah. that's the—I don't know if that's the new wave, but that certainly is the current wave because, again, the most popular <clears throat> anime hero for for kids right now is. Um, Deku in Boku no Hero Academia. Dick. Who's for the first arc of his character, like he gets he inherits super strength, but his whole first arc is.
3: Spoiler alert. What?
2: That's the first is that, episode.
1: Isn't that like the beginning of the episode?
3: Spoiler alert! The premise. <laughs> I you seen spoiled it. the premise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he inherits his superpowers, but like when you inherit Superman's strength and you've never had it before, when you throw a punch, you explode your arm. So, for the first arc of his thing, like, the most he could do was snap his fingers at people, and it would break his finger when he did it. And the, so, like, he gets the shit beaten out of him a lot. Um, And th- so I'm just, that's a, a strong parallel there. So, superhero getting the crap beaten yeah. out of him as their main selling point is... Um, is certainly popular yeah. right now and, and what I mean with
1: uh, I think one of the other things I, I meant along the lines of levity like there could have been a little more humor in the show there were there were some and it was actually mostly pretty hit um, on the hit or miss side um, but like invincible could have could have won a, a few more times I feel yeah Um, like I appreciate was... the, the low points but I think it's a better story if he has highs and mm-hmm. lows and not just like mm-hmm. I'm constantly getting my ass kicked. I'm constantly fucking up. You know my relationships with my
3: friends. Yeah, um, yeah. this the one big problem I have with this is, and it, I, I try to push it out, but it keeps on coming back. Is like the behind the scenes kind of thing, where it's a great story, but it's you have so many high paid voice actors that take away so much budget from the animation. And we can see what these guys can do with enough money when they like can actually animate a scene. Like, there were some really fucking amazing scenes that were animated, but then there's also just times where people are just like just standing still. And where they copy and paste birds. And I'm just like, do better. It's the Catch-22. Like I,
1: I agree that maybe... I mean, but it's a hard proposition to be like, here's this unproven property uh, to allocate a ton of money to. Um, but, and I like understand from Amazon's perspective, like, we need big name voice actors to get people interested in this show.
3: But we also can't. I, J.K. Put a Simmons ton of wasn't money... the selling point for Omni Man, though. And I, I didn't even realize that was fucking Sandra O. Oh. Or whatever her name is, yep. until yeah. I looked but, her up.
1: But, Jake, when people are scrolling <laughs> through things, they, they look at who's in it, and if they recognize the names on the line, they're more likely to watch it. That's just psychology. That's, that's Movie Marketing 101. That's why you have people like uh, Christopher Lambert being in the Mortal Kombat movie, because people know who he is.
3: Then replace him with no names for season two, and <laughs> keep Steven Yeun, <laughs> or stop with the stop with like the big voice actors for like one character things, and and put more of that money towards like the animation. There's a really good uh, example of this when he's actually talking to the Seth Rogan. Well, character now that's popular, that Jake. Amazon
1: might feel a little safer committing yeah. more money. To it.
3: Well, it feels like this already had a massive budget for, from getting J.K. Simmons, Sandra Oh, and every other big name, you know, buzzword actor that they get. Because mm. um, they got a lot, but now so they they, can, they got a they, lot. Can they put got
1: even more money in because people are hyped for season <laughs> two. Jake, it's you, you. You got your lost leader,
3: and now you just they got toe Seth to the moon. Rogen for two seeds. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm, I am looking and at And arguably this. the Seth Rogen seeds were really good because. Um, like that was in the space scene when they're on the moon and they were talking telepathically, which they had to just animate their movements, and that's what the entire series should have had. They should have been moving when they're talking all the time, but there was scenes where they were just standing still and just moving their <laughs> mouth flaps, and it just was so jarring. Yeah, when <clears throat> paralleled with the other scenes, I, that is very interesting because
2: I this this whole thing kind of washed over me. I I think it's a better series better as a series of clips and a wiki article uh right now than as like a full fledged series but i'm looking at the cast here and it is in fact quite stacked because you have like you said we have the high the the uh movie actors plus we have the, the like the the all-star of the mainstay the heavy hitters of warner brothers voice acting core um kevin michael richardson as the mauler twins Doing great work mm-hmm. as always. Clancy um, Brown as uh, the Demon Detective. Mark Hamill was mm-hmm. uh, he was the tailor. Um Mahershala oh, Ali that. was Titan. John Hamm was Steve.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Mahershala Ali, I think, is, goes up there with the movie actors.
2: Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Ali, um, yeah. fucking. Oh, who else? Wait, uh, Michael Dorn as battle beast oh yeah kitty big kitty yeah i think um but i feel like there's i don't know how what what span of the comics this runs i feels like there's a lot
3: couple volumes so very interesting um so i i was told a little bit about the comics um there's it So, there's a lot of like sub things, like the Mars uh, going to Mars scene. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think one other thing that happened, those happen way later in the comics. And I think they're their own story, but they took those and put them into here. So, they're setting up future events. So, there's a lot of things that are just mishmashed. But I think the main premise of like between Mark, his dad, and like what's happening with the world Mm -hmm. was the. Was the, was the first mm. arc of the, the comics or something like that. And now I'm thinking... Okay. If, first 13. Like if comics. that's
2: true, I don't know how much that um, takes away from the first season. Because I get it. You need to set up seasons two and three because you want your show to sell for as long as you can. But um, with that in context, I think that that makes... That kind of clicks for me. One of, the, one of the issues I had was, was that there wasn't a, to me, there wasn't a strong enough through line, like, a thematic through line for the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. it, like, first and last episodes, and the, you know, when he's really going at the Omni-Man plot, um, I get like, some of the themes that they were going for. Um, but like you said, Kurt, like, it kind of gets, there's other stuff that gets in the way there. Yeah.
1: Um, And it's, I think I still really like this show. I ended up really liking this. Uh, it kind of like I was watching Falcon the Winter Soldier at the same time and then like I became far more interested in Invincible to the point where I haven't watched past the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier which has a non-zero percent chance of being the topic next week so I might have to get on that um but I did end up really liking the show I liked the the art style I guess um it was very uh, reminded me a lot of Young Justice, which was a show I loved. Um, still love, but uh, I don't think they're making new episodes. Um, and uh, the teen drama aspect of it also kind of reminded me of Young Justice. So I, that's kind of why I feel like I wanted more of Mark's superhero exploits, including some like more wins for him, because that was kind of what I had the most enjoyment of. If that makes sense. Like, the mm-hmm. stuff with Omni-Man felt a little bit um, tired to me because yes. we, I've I've seen so much of that recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't bad. Like, objectively stepping out of the fatigue of what if Superman be bad um, media that's come out in the last decade. Um, you have a very well-structured plot line, even if it is borrowing heavily from other sort of media. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's still, like, logically and totally consistent. And uh, it's, it's well done, but it felt a little more played out. It's been a while since I've gotten to see something like Young Justice, which is just a a show about a superhero saving people (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and figuring out being a superhero. And Mm -hmm. I guess I really missed that because (laughs) I was so starved for that sort of thing that I ended up really loving the parts (laughs) with Mark and the other superheroes saving people or at least trying to save people. I liked the fact that they kind of put more realistic consequences of these battles in here. And I think that would mm-hmm. have been an interesting enough hook if you wanted to, like, wait a season to pull the trigger on the what if Superman do be bad, though?
3: Um, yeah. <laughs> I I think the reason why they probably did it for season one is so many people saw it coming or it was, like, very obvious. Because, I, mean, I mean, I guess this is getting to spoiler territory yeah, it's where it's like, okay, yeah, spoiler warning now. We all like it. <clears throat> um... From the first episode, they show Omni-Man, like, killing everybody. So, it kind of, like, just kind of reveals your hand. Like, hey, this is what we're setting up. Omni-Man is evil or is, is you know, there, there's something behind it a little bit more. Yeah. They yeah. could have
1: done a better job with some <clears throat> misdirection on that, I feel. Like, they could have explored the, well, maybe, what if he was, like, mind-controlled by something? Um Sort of thing. I think they could have yeah. had a few more red herrings in
3: there, because they all reference it. They're like, you're being mind controlled. or You're being controlled by somebody who's making which you is do a this? classic superhero yeah. trope, classic Superman yeah.
2: sort of trope.
1: You could have had a few more red herrings in there because Omni Man was always acting mad sus. Like, mm-hmm. you could have had him. I saw him vent, you know, <laughs> do some stuff that like <laughs> made him seem less suspicious and have some of these other ideas of what might have happened as red herrings, and I think it would have been better. Uh, you also could have not had the huge wink at the camera moment of him flying back to the uh, rapid aging aliens and saying, Earth's not yours to conquer, and really lingering on the yours part of that yeah, sentence. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Like, well, they just you see know, that, that throughout the whole of... show, too.
3: Which apparently that never happened in the comics, so I think you're right on that. The Flaxen attack, the attack, the Flaxen attack is in there. I'm, I'm, yeah, I think they they attacked, but they didn't have the thing where Omni Man went to their. Well, I thought world they did. And, like, like,
2: I don't, I didn't read the comic. Like
3: destroy. Yeah, I'm going to read them so, now
2: that I've
1: seen the show, and I'm not spoiling myself on mm-hmm.
3: if there was a potential swerve in the Omni Man twist. From what I understand, a lot of stuff that was cut from the comics was a lot of the like team drama stuff, like how Mark is like adjusting in his in his like social life. And I'm I'm like, yeah, we did not we didn't get a whole lot of that, and I could see where that would fit in really well. I mean, like, not Riverdale with
1: superheroes. Yeah, you don't need or any other CW show.
3: (laughs) And I think that's what they were trying to avoid was the CW drama. Uh, approach to it where the comic probably would have came off a lot like that where he had more girl drama more friend drama. Well it's easier to tell those you know. kinds of
1: stories better in a comic because you can dedicate you can like jump around a lot with a panel like you're not confusing yes. your audience yeah. as much um, and you have to like meet a certain number of issues <laughs> so, Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah I really enjoyed a lot of the show I think the the performances given like the money was well spent at least from the acting standpoint I really <laughs> yes like it when my cartoons have great line delivery from good actors so I mm. think there's a worthy trade off of having worse animation during
2: dialogue sequences if the dialogue's better
0: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm.
2: although one of the things that stuck out yeah one of the animation problems that just really stuck out to me that um I've noticed it's a, it's a modern technique now. A lot of shows use it. Um, but the CGI people in the background, if you ever look at pedestrians in the background in any of the shot, they will be CGI models doing a walk cycle.
0: <laughs>
2: and it is really jarring when you like, oh, oh, it's them. Oh, it's weird mannequin people in the background. Whoa, boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, for me, I don't know, it kind of washed over me. It didn't leave much of an impression. Um, I wonder how well, like, the visual style of the comics translates to this show, because this seems like there. I'm sure there are a couple of iconic panels in this, in the in the comic, you know. And yeah, but I didn't see anything that was like, you know, what that's a panel right from the right from the page. Not you know, not necessarily. There may be a couple, like the one where he looks up at Earth. There
3: were a couple things.
2: Um,
3: there were a couple things. I know well, the one where like the where Omni
2: Man standing over
1: him with that, like that. I can see being a very Mark. iconic. Think thing. Yeah. Mark.
3: That the fucking th- the memes out of that are, are great. Yes, there have been some good ones. Um, oh, yeah. I so that, and then the uh, the him like bloody like uh, after he just got his ass beat by Omni Man. Mm-hmm. I could also see
1: the like covers. the with the the cat alien that beat the shit out of him, like the the shot of him from mm-hmm. below smirking. That I could see being That's true. Well, I can see the panel in my head of him like standing over Mark's bloody body as like the end panel of uh, or yeah. like the cover of yep. the
2: next issue. Like I can see that in my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I gotta talk about the last episode because um I. And just like the fucking, where he starts coming out with white man's burden. Yeah. <laughs> we got a, I, I got Viltrumite guilt. And he's, uh, there was one line when they were doing that fight where he's like, I always thought your mother is more of like a pet. And immediately I'm like, you fucked your pet? What are you doing? <laughs> well, if you're a proud warrior race, what I you just knew... did is somewhere between bestiality and like, the, the weird thing that jeffrey you
1: know it didn't talking. bug me because i knew what he meant like you love your pet a lot but you understand that it's not gonna live as long as you are so you yeah, don't like yeah. it's not quite the same you know you're you you accept the fact that you're gonna move on a little bit um but yeah, I like that,
3: yeah. That was when he was trying to say like, <laughs> "Hey, like we live long. Like you're gonna see thousands your of years. Die.
1: Everyone you know is going to be dead, and you'll keep on ticking. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: What <laughs> what will you have in 500 years?
1: I feel like they well, could have my... been a little more like specific. That like <laughs> part of the Viltrumite invasion strategy is having a child to help them take over. That's
3: what I thought. That's what I thought. Cause his shift when he was um like serious, like when he was more jovial and to where he was more serious and uh like calm, like when he knew like he was gonna have to like conquer Earth officially, was when Mark got his powers. And that shift was like i was like oh so maybe a part of his species is like invade like infiltrate a society have a child you know it's going to have powers and then use the child to help conquer Yeah, the like Saiyans,
1: so where they send their young out to the planet yeah. to, to fucking mm-hmm. take it over because a like, saiyan yeah.
2: child is usually strong enough to yeah,
1: uh, any planet with a moon, it becomes an ape, and then they just kind of wreck shit,
3: and then they sell it off to the highest bidder. Um, or, or maybe, or maybe, uh, but maybe Omni Man did something different, and maybe we'll find that out in season two that that he wasn't supposed to have a kid. He, you know, or or it's yeah, kind of taboo to kinda, have a kid.
1: The the, the the issue with the kid not being part of the plan, at least from my perspective, is it makes the timeline of him waiting it out so much stranger like why would you marry a human have a kid and raise it for 17 years wait till it got its power to go start your invasion plan like Mm -hmm.
3: maybe it's an ego thing or a self preservation thing because he didn't mention that their like population the Viltrumite population was wiped out by half so maybe in his mind or maybe we'll find out that actually you do have to have a kid in order to like help yeah, I increase feel like the villi from it, it makes population. the writing
1: tighter though to have that information in this season, because yeah, right yeah. as it sits right now, the motivation is kind of a little wishy washy with Omni Man.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what? All right, so there's. But then wait, again, we did I heard s- a stray comment, yeah. so it could ju- it's just hearsay for me. I don't know if it's actually true. Uh, there is something about a character I think named Conquest. Um, and what I think,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I think what the plan was, because they also said Viltramites don't abandon their post. I think the plan was, yes. have a kid, let the kid run the planet while you report back to the fucking fleet, and pull everyone in.
1: Again, so that even if true, would have been better to have that like yes. pointed
2: out to the audience. It shouldn't be something because right now he is mm-hmm. my point. He just booked, <laughs> which. Which sends the wrong lesson? I think the end of the episode was um, the response to racism and cultural imperialism. Uh, They they say that make a personal appeal to him because nothing he said about humanity convinced Omni Man at all. He didn't even say anything. He's like, you just you fuck, you're mean to me, Dad. You're an asshole. You're my dad. Yeah. He he did not rebut one point. About, he didn't um,
1: make appeal to, I think, guilt, the uh, Omni Man, because he had the flashback yeah. to him as mm-hmm. a kid, and when his his wife was explaining to him what humanity is all about, and that's, I think, the that kind of emotional resonance and ability to like take pride in like your child and stuff, that sort of love, mm-hmm. is something that humanity is capable of that Viltrumites are not.
3: I wanted to see more of that, The what we saw in the flashback where, after, knowing what we know now, that he lives for so long and he, like, everything that the humans do is, like, meaningless, taking part in a base, a child's baseball game, to him, must have been incredibly, like, infuriating to just, like, waste his time like that for such something so, like, meaningless. And I wanted to see kind of more of that. makes, me, makes um, me think of I'm okay um, that we didn't. Makes me th- but it would be cool to see a little bit more of those kind of scenes where he's like losing his mind over going to uh, uh, get like ice cream or something like that for Mark or something like that. It, or, mar- or, or marrying that, uh, his, the woman.
2: It makes me think of Mr. Incredible yeah. when they're having the fight about uh, Dash doing like you didn't attend his fourth grade graduation. It's like it's it's insane. They're celebrating mediocrity.
3: Yeah. yeah. Let flippers. him try out exactly. for sports. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That was a good But one. that that's what it is. It's like to him, like everything is like so mediocre to him. Like big events that normally to us would be like important and sentimental to him isn't. Uh but I think in that flashback we saw him kind of like loosen up and either break away from his uh, Viltramite hardcore nature and learn that, you know, hey, living in the moment and taking in the simple stuff is is sometimes nice.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of that
1: stuff is kind of like a consequence of only ordering seven or eight episodes of a series. Like if this Mm -hmm. had been a 13 episode thing, you could have had more time to explore some of this stuff um but as it stands they had to fit a lot of story into a relatively short amount of time
3: i will say the episodes were long though they were like 45 minutes yeah um i compared to like what we've seen from like other shows where it's like 20 to 30 minutes an episode they they did a lot and i'm And uh, maybe if they had like the finale broken up between two episodes that's why I said uh,
1: 13 like because they're hour long episodes essentially so 13 of those for a season is usually how that goes and then
3: like 22 or something for uh, 30 minutes it seems like they did rush a little bit at the end I'll agree there with like how you know explaining his whole everything and then fighting mark was like all right, all this information is being thrown at me while they're throwing punches it's hard to digest and like kind of uh, bring that in. Yeah. It,
1: uh, I'm interested for the second season. I think, I I mean, I know there's like a hundred or something issues of the comic book. So they've got a lot of material to draw on. And, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. if I can see a little more of the, uh, hero stuff, which it seems like that's, going to be the case. It's going to be a little more of the things I like most about Invincible. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, And then in Season 3, you can have Omni-Man come back or Viltrum come back or whatever when he's all seasoned up, and then you can have that big storyline there, which I'm not sure if that happens or not. I'll find out. I'm going to start reading the comics. I'll be spoiled on everything, but it'll be okay. Spoil it all. I I was disciplined for long enough all right that's all i have to say about that so i think we're going to wrap up episode 262 here uh join us next week for uh something possibly falcon winter soldier haven't decided yet we'll we'll figure that out um if you like the show please support us by simply hitting subscribe on your podcast provider of choice and listening to each episode you can also drop a review probably five stars if you're feeling generous uh, that also helps us out a lot uh, and uh, you can check out twitch TV backslash Saturn studs we live stream pretty much every Saturday eight to whenever p.m um, Eastern time and uh, we'll Peter and I will be on tonight doing something not quite sure what yet but we have been streaming divinity original sin 2 of late uh we'll get back on that as soon as jake's back uh home mm-hmm. off the row ad yep. and um until next time be well stay safe and party like it's
2: 1995 peace
0: bye-bye bye-bye